People keep asking you, like, do you, did you see a white light? Did you see this? And it was absolutely nothing like that. And although that in my head I was speaking to God, and I believe I was, I knew that I wasn't properly alive. I knew that I wasn't going to die. I went to cook and I didn't know what to do. I'm just standing looking at all the ingredients going, no way. Yeah, I've got onions and beef and red wine and... Yeah. And I think that's a good cook. You just, you just do it. Because simply, what else are you going to do? Yeah. Lie in the bed? Nah. Welcome back and thanks for joining us for the second part of our conversation with Jim Goldie. In this episode, we chat to him about the aftermath of his coma and how he approaches life after dying. I think one time when we were chatting about this before, I asked you about, do you remember anything when you died? Yes. Do you? A couple of things. Speaking to God was a bit weird. Um, I think I did. Um, what did he say? What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to tell you that. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't nothing. Just a, it was just about beliefs and what, what I believed in and mm. what, where I thought things were happening and where I thought that I was going and all that sort of stuff. Um, I didn't, it wasn't bad. There was nothing, like, I, it wasn't this big kind of mad experience or anything like that, but it was a kind of, I, I remember being quite relaxed about, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really alive here. Mm. Um, it didn't. It didn't bother me. Um, so that was kind of a funny feeling because you would. People keep asking you, like, did you, did you see a white light? Did you see this? And it was absolutely nothing like that. Yeah. Um, and although that in my head I was speaking to God, and I believe I was. Um, it wasn't this big enlightening thing yeah it was yeah. just a conversation um about what you believe in and what what, what you think mm-hmm. um and that, that 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 was really it what would you say you got from that what would be one thing or calmness calmness because calmness. it wasn't it wasn't frightening it wasn't it, mm. it wasn't like I was, uh, the fact that I was relaxed about it was uh, very, very peaceful. Mm. Um, And that's, don't know, that's a a good feeling. It's nice, it's kind of reassuring as well, because people, some people really fear death. Um, But I watched, I watched a lady give a TED talk and she was a brain scientist and she had a brain hemorrhage or brain aneurysm but she understood how the brain worked as it was happening. But she said that when her, when she went unconscious, it was slowly happening that she was uh, reverting back to being conscious, unconscious, you know? Uh-huh. But she said when she was unconscious that it was like a state of nirvana, but she seen um, pixelated colors and things like that. Okay. But that may be because it was something that was affecting her brain rather than her body or her heart, uh-huh. you know? Um, but she said the state or feeling she was in was blissful and peaceful but she knew it wasn't her reality and she was trying to get herself back without completely losing consciousness so that's really interesting that you had a similar yeah experience in that moment she's put it a lot better than i did but that that's that's very that's very very much what it was like Mm. um i knew that i wasn't 
properly alive, but I knew that I wasn't going to die. I wasn't scared. I wasn't thinking, this is it. Yeah. Um, the then I did have some kind of strange feelings as well. Um, I remember being in a house and being in a house in Terry Newer, and I have no idea why I would be in a house in Terry Newer. I worked in Terry Newer for about three weeks once. Um, I've never, I've never, never been in a house in Terry Newer. I don't know anyone from Terry Newer. Yeah. There's nobody's house that I could have been in. It couldn't. I can't. I don't have anything. So that was a bit of a kind of. I don't have any connections to Terry Newer. So why it was Terry Newer? It was definitely Terry Newer. I don't have any reason why that 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 was there, <laughs> but I was definitely I was definitely there. Um, so that was kind of weird. But other than that, and talking to God, there was very 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 little. But the the talking to God bit was very 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 peaceful. Yeah. Um, he knew you weren't dead, but I was also quite confident that. I wasn't dead, I wasn't alive, but that everything would be okay. Mm. There was no point, I didn't okay. ever think that this is the end. Yeah. Um, Do you think that was the first time you died or the second time you died, you had that experience? I'm, I'm thinking it has to be the second time because it happened over, it wasn't a quick thing that just happened. Um, so I think it was while I was in the coma in the hospital. But that could be completely wrong, but, I, but I'm... I would be no. I'm pretty certain it was. Yeah. I'm pretty certain it was, because the 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 what was happening in the street with the CPR and the ambulance and all the fire brigade and all the rest of it. I think that would be more frantic. Mm. But well, that, that that's just my personal opinion. I don't I don't know. Mm. But the the I knew it was a long time. I knew that there was time was going past. And in between being in the house and tearing you and then speaking to God and back and forth and back and forth. That was obviously taking time. So it couldn't have been on the street, that must have been in the hospital. Yeah. But that then, was in the six weeks maybe when they were in the hospital. Yes. Then. Yes. Mm. Yes. What I find incredible is how long was your recovery in or what, where would you say you're at now, like? Like it takes I can't ever tell you that I'm fully recovered. Yeah. Because all the things that I've forgotten how to do, I don't know what they are. Mm. Like, I didn't know that I'd forgotten how to... Well, one of the examples when I came out, I decided I was going to cook dinner. Yeah. And Joanne says, what do you want to cook? And I said, beef burger, and your mum go to the shops. And Joanne was kind of looking at me, and I, I had no idea why this was possibly a, some problematic mm. but that's what I was going to cook on the day that it all happened yeah. um, I didn't I didn't remember that but that's what I wanted to cook mm. so Joanne says right we're going to town we went to Buckley's and in, in, in Moore Street and then we went to um, Fallon and Burn and Exchequer Street and I bought everything Yeah. and I remember from getting home and I think Joanne said to my mum or my dad he remembered to buy everything mm. um, and I'm Think I heard them saying that, but it didn't register that that was a wee bit strange. That because how would I not? And they were obviously thinking he can barely remember anything, yeah. but he's remembered to buy that. But I put everything down on the table, on the board in the kitchen. He went to cook, and I didn't know what to do. I'm just standing looking at all the ingredients, going, "No way." Yeah, I've got onions and beef and red wine and yeah, 
I think that's a good girl. I <laughs> <laughs> had no idea, no idea what to do. Somehow I knew that I cooked onions first and I put the onions on. My next memory is putting the casserole in the oven. Mm. What I'd done between putting the onions on, which is obviously browning the beef, etc. Et yeah. I couldn't tell you that I remember doing that because I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. It's one like, thing, mm. one memory triggers another, triggers another, triggers another. Gotcha. So, mm. if I told you that I'd fully recover, that would mean that I would be confident I'm not going to go and do something and I don't remember how to do it. Yeah. That could still, that could still, that could still happen. But as far as I know, I've recovered as much as I'm going to. Yeah, and you're back enjoying yourself. Yes, very, very much so. Enjoying very, life. very much so. Yeah, I find that so interesting. What I, yeah, that's what I was going to say. What I find is incredible is the people that go through recovery with the attitude that, that you have, how do you maintain a level of patience with yourself for the length of time it takes to recover? It's, 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 it's a strange question, that, because... Mm. Again, I sure knew what with me. Patience would not be my, <laughs> not be anything that I'm particularly, particularly known for. But um, I think I mentioned two years before that one of the kids, the group was playing games online, and one of the Russian girls online, um, names Alina, I think, um, she said something about an abnormal certainty. Mm. Of course, I was excuse me, I was we were kind of looking, we're not looking, but kind of playing this game going, what is she talking about? But it meant something to me because I was thinking, see, when you're in a situation that's completely different, completely, yeah. like, obviously I'd never died before, I'd never had to learn how to do everything again. Mm. Um, patience didn't come into it because what else was I going to do? Um, I hated when I heard folks saying, or you've got a long journey ahead of you. Mm. And even now I hear them saying it to, hear it's getting said to somebody else. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter how mm. long the journey takes. Yeah. You don't have any option but to do it. Mm. You do have to learn to walk. You do have to learn to talk. You do have to go back to work. You do have to meet friends. All that sort of stuff, which I had forgotten how to do. Mm. You had to learn that. So for me, patience really wasn't... There was how not to get depressed is one thing because there was some days where you were just like this is crap (laughs) and you know I'm fed up doing that I don't I want to go to I want to go for a walk but I can't because I might not remember my way back again and that in fairness only happened a couple of times Mm -hmm. but it did happen Um, and it was then it it knocks your confidence that you don't want to do something because I mean again go back to working if a problem come up, I'd just have charged at it like a lunatic and probably I would have fixed it. Yeah. But I couldn't do that anymore because I wasn't fully me, if yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. So if a problem came up, I would have to think about it. Mm. I'd have to think about what am I going to do. Um, so it was, it was hard, but patience didn't really come into it because what was the alternative? Yeah. Sit in the house and lie in the bed all the time? Yeah. No. <laughs> Actually, that wasn't happening, so... I can understand why people did get frustrated, mm. but I I suppose I must have done, and I must have had bad days. Well, I know I had bad days, mm-hmm. and it took... I mean, I remember actually asking us in the hospital, how long will I take to recover? Yeah. And she said, four years. And I remember looking at her going, no one. Because um, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get my head around that I won't be myself for four years. That actually took longer than that, yeah. but... 
I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, if I had thought about it being four years, I, I'd never have recovered because yeah. I couldn't, I, I can't, I don't know what I'm doing next week, even now, yeah, let alone what exactly. I'm going to do in four years, so yes. it is, I just, I simply, I simply, I simply couldn't have done it. Yeah. Um, and the meeting up with Ashley was huge because, you know, you text or see how it was and whatever, I, you know, I, I remember being in contact, but I don't remember the, the start of it kind of thing. And then you said, come along to the, 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 you know, the travel thing. And going into a crowd was something that I was never, ever confident with. Mm -hmm. But I had to learn to do it yeah. because I didn't know how to speak to people. I had forgotten. I could obviously speak to my friends and my family, yeah. but anybody else, it would have been a major, major, major thing. Because I knew you and because I trusted you so much, it was like, yeah, okay, we'll just go, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just go and do this. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of strange when, back to what Alina says about abnormal certainties. Mm -hmm. When you're in a situation where you haven't got an option, it wasn't like I had choice A, B or C. Yeah. It, it was recover or One not. Way only. Oh, mm. um, you, 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 you just you just do it because simply what else are you going to do? Yeah. Lie in the bed. Nah. You've given great advice for, like, in terms of what what you don't want to hear coming out of coming mm. out of a coma, but into a situation like that, we have to recover for such a long time. What would you say is the best thing someone could hear in a similar situation? The best thing for me was, this is actually, I've got a friend right now who is, 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 is battling cancer and uh, he didn't want to hear phrases like, you got this, he's American, right? Yeah. You got this or you're on top of this or mm -hmm. just live today like it's going to be your last. Yeah. Enjoy today because if you're just enjoying today, um, like we went out with your crowd and we were just talking to everyone and just going in and enjoying the moment it might only mm. be a couple of hours but though you do so much good in a couple of hours because mm. you're recovering the smallest memory like when I go back to the cooking incident where I put the onions on and that obviously triggered a million different things in my head that I just made dinner and put it in the oven yes. right yeah. That was the same with meeting people, with talking to people, with going to the shop. You know, you go to one shop or you go into the supermarket to do one thing and suddenly you do the trolley full and you're like, all right, I've done everything. Because one thing triggers another, triggers another. Yeah. So just the, it will happen. The recovery will happen. Um, and just kind of let it happen. Um, I was with, going to see psychiatrists and stuff mm -hmm. and it just wasn't working um, yeah. the guy kept telling me everything was grand and I'm looking I'm going is it it's not at all I'm not at all grand I'm nowhere near grand now compared to where I was I was doing amazing but I wasn't happy how I was yeah. it was frustrating me that he kept saying I, I was game ball which to you two that might mean something game ball game ball, game ball. I was game ball with everything and I'm, I'm really not, because I have no idea what that phrase means. Yeah. I know it sort of means you're kind of okay with everything, but yeah. but 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 I wasn't okay with everything. Mm. And he kept saying it, and eventually I'm just getting frustrated at this, so I decided to stop going, stop going. 
So um, are you the type of person that wants practical advice to get to the next step rather than the kind of cheerleading or positive reinforcement? Yes, because like, like see, we in contact with you and you said come out to the, to the, to the, the travel thing. Um, I thought that was massively like positive that somebody would just a random person mm. would just I mean like I hadn't seen you in a couple of years and it was so random so Jim come on yeah I'll come along that was so positive for me mm. meeting great people was such a positive thing yeah. um, that I didn't need to be told everything was alright yeah. there's two things I mean I haven't really changed I started going how do you know <laughs> yeah. Cause, because you actually don't know that's whether it's okay one. or not and, and the second thing is I was going to still a stroppy wee shit um, <laughs> and the second thing is I wasn't alright because I wasn't the person I was before everything mm. had changed but it also means that I've got a far better attitude now mm. than I ever had before Yeah. because I can see sort of really really amazing things in the most the most simple yeah. things I mean some of the things what, 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 what motivates you I don't know the answer to that but what I do know is I've got a couple of friends and I see that their situation isn't great but they're coping with a hell of a lot better than I ever did mm. and everything that went wrong with me was effectively self-inflicted mm. if I hadn't been overweight if I hadn't smoked if I hadn't ate too much fatty food, if I didn't like eat too much fried chicken, yeah. I wouldn't have caved my heart, and then things would never have happened. So, right. you know, but I see folk, um, two two in particular, won't say, we won't say their names, but they're both through no fault of their own, single, and raising kids. You mm. see these wee happy kids, and you think they've done that, and it's pure amazing. Mm. All I had to do was walk again. All I had to do was learn to talk to people again. I didn't have to look at what anybody else did. So you see things that are actually amazing you would never have noticed before. Mm. And I don't mean that to sound bad, but you know, somebody's raising a kid. Good stuff. You know, I wouldn't you wouldn't you don't think about it because it's just normal. But, yes, that's but actually true. but actually it's not. It's a huge thing. They're doing a fantastic job. Thanks to our parents. Yeah, I mean really <laughs> but it really is. You really, <laughs> I really you really do mean that. Yeah. Um so you see things that are amazing without realising every mm. day. And that's one thing that has changed that I do see things and think, wow, wow what a great person that person is. Yeah. Don't tell her I said that, but I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, she's probably heard me. Um, but, um, but no, you, you, you do, you see people do fantastic things mm. that you would have seen before and thought, aye, okay, that's quite good. But you wouldn't have actually realised, don't take the hikes, for example, getting these big groups of people out that you, you both do. And it's completely random people, complete strangers. <laughs> um, but yet, you're all going out for a hike once a month on a Sunday or whatever day you decide to do it. And everybody having a good day and going away again, it's, it's kind of fantastic. But that's yeah. not something that you would have saw or thought about before. I certainly wouldn't have. Nice. I just have saw you, you guys are going hiking, good luck. From the doing end, I might go to it. But it wouldn't have been anything that I would have thought was really, really positive, really amazing. But it actually is. The difference it can make. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely unbelievable. That's lovely. So it's like your awareness has changed in terms of, in, yeah, in terms of the great things that can happen in the world or how people are doing or 
Yeah. Completely changed. Mm. Co- completely changed. Um, and and changed, changed, changed for the better. Definitely. Um, I mean, it, it, it really is. Mm. So, I mean, obviously what happened and how there happened to be a nurse and a doctor and a ambulance, that was like just luck that <laughs> you couldn't believe. Um, but everything afterwards, with your sort of different attitude, um, is quite, I, can't, I don't know how to put it, but your eyes are opened up to mm. seeing how amazing people can be doing sometimes the very, very simplest of things. But mm. it's just, the, I've definitely got a much more positive attitude now than I would have had before. Mm-hmm. That's a brilliant perspective. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So, Jim, if you have one piece of wisdom to share, what would it be? It's hard. Um, it might sound silly, but see when you say just take one day at a time. But appreciate the fact that you've got that day. Because, like, you, you, you hear folks you don't live every day like it's your last. I've had my last day and got to live it again. Mm. Um, and it really is. It might be the simplest things, walk down the road for a coffee with your pal. You might not see your pal for another six months, but there's also the possibility you might never see them again. So, but that's oh. that's the reality. And so don't take it for granted the day that you go for a pint or the day you go for a coffee or the day you go for something to eat or yeah. and, and enjoy it as much as you possibly can because you never actually know when it'll be your last. And it might sound like kind of corny old thing to say, but from sitting here, I know it's actually true. And but for the most bizarre set of circumstances, I would have, I wouldn't be here. But but I I am, and yes, some of the times in the last few years has been tough because you're not yourself, and things are not going the way you want them to. But actually, it's not really that tough because what's the alternative? I was either A, dead, or lying in a bit hospital bed, unable mm. to walk, unable to talk. Yeah. Well, actually, this shit that I'm having's not really that shit. It's a bit stressful, but we finish in half an hour and go home. Yeah. yeah. You know, have a glass of wine, something to eat, and everything will be grand. Yeah, so, like, you know, like, a lot of people have a lot of mental health issues, anxiety, agoraphobia, depression... I, I've heard you saying that a good few times, like, what's the alternative, stay in bed... Um, what would you say to someone that is feeling like that? Like, the like, see, see, having a day in bed or a, a couple of days in bed, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Don't ever beat yourself up because you got up and think, I just can't do today. If you can't do today, don't, don't bother. It's not a bad thing. If you need to take time for yeah. yourself, take time. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that because the bad days will pass. For me, they certainly did. Um, I mean, it was it, it took a lot. The relationship didn't survive, which wasn't great. But then, I did. I think that's yeah. <laughs> I, I obviously vested interest in thinking that was absolutely amazing that I did. Um, mm. But you know, it, it is obviously hard for somebody who's suffering from depression to get out of the bed. Um, don't beat yourself up over that because if you need to take a date yourself in bed, take it. 
There's 365 in the year. Yes. <laughs> you can take a few of yourself. And, and, the, and the person that you think you're letting down, they'll go over it. Yeah. They, they, may, they might be fed up that you thought you were going for a coffee, they're not going to get a coffee. It's a big deal, go over it. Um, they will go over it, but... You have to look after yourself. You have to, because you push yourself to do something you really don't want to do. You're actually not helping yourself. If you wanted to get it yourself, do it. Mm. And don't feel bad about it. And I'm quite sure if the person you, that you're letting down is a friend, the friend's going to understand. You know, so... Um, they take they take him one day at a time when it's hard. Is is it might sound dead simple and it might sound very small, but it's not as massive, and don't ever feel bad about it. Mm. If there's somebody around that can't accept it, that's their problem, really not yours. Mm. Yeah. You know, because true friends will definitely, definitely, definitely stick past you. Jim, thanks so much. I've gained so much from this conversation. I didn't know where it was going to go because. I didn't. I did, I purposely didn't ask Ashley beforehand. What's your story? And because I wanted to hear for the first time from you, mm -hmm. so I'm grateful for that. And thanks so much for the depth of wisdom that you've gained from that, and are willing to sit here and share with us and open your soul. And it's precious that you're still here. And I think what Ashley said at the beginning was true. It, it is miraculous, and I'm glad you're here to tell the story. So thank you so much. You're more than welcome. It's, it's a, for me. It's an easy story to tell. Mm. So. Um, because I'm very, very grateful that yeah. I'm here to tell it. Thank you too. Yeah, thanks so much, Jim. Everything that Sarah said, I think we've been talking about doing this for maybe the last, <laughs> probably since we started the podcast two years ago. Oh, really? Um, I always, I always just thought it was so amazing that I wanted to share it with people. And I never knew that when I met you all these years ago that these kind of things were going to happen in your life. Um, it is it's astonishing but where you are now is absolutely amazing like yes it is thank you very much mm. thanks Emil. thank you congratulations well done pat yourself on the back you're officially now a partner in positivity with us if this is your first episode ah oh, we're so we're so grateful if this is your 40th episode we're equally as grateful for your ears, for your heart, for taking this time out for yourself and committing to your own positive mental health journey. Our intention for this podcast is for you to feel a little bit better afterwards. So we hope you take some time now to check in with yourself. How did you feel before? How do you feel now? And we've definitely done our job if you feel a little bit better and especially if you want to come back for more next week. If you do want to support us, we actually have a Kofi donation page. It's ko-fi.com forward slash partners in positivity. We really value the work that we're doing. We know there's so much positive and negative in the world and we want to contribute to people feeling their best. So we appreciate all of the donations we've had so far and welcome any more that are on the way. Thank you in advance. Also, if you got something of value from this and you want to share with friends or family to add to this trend of positivity in the world, we would love to be tagged in any posts on social media. Uh, you know where to find us. Other than that, guys, have an incredible week ahead and we look forward to feeding you some more nourishment for that beautiful mind, that beautiful garden of yours next week.